This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Gentlemen, I apologize for the trouble I caused you, but you may be happy to know I've been calling around. Hear good things about you. A lawyer friend of mine says you get results. Yeah, Rachel Orr. Welcome to I Used to Watch This? The podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. How's it going, Mike? Great. All right. So this time we actually told you guys ahead of time what we were going to watch. We didn't yeah. tell you the episode, <laughs> but we we did say Simon and Simon, so that's what we're doing. Now, I don't know if you noticed this, Mike, but when I was looking up, it looks like there was a pilot movie called like Pirates Cave, no, Cove, something like that. Oh, did really? You, did you read anything about that? Yeah. No, no, I didn't come across that. And I, we just ended up watching the first episode. What is this, like News at 11 or something like that? What does it say? Uh it details at 11. Details at 11, right. Yeah. Um so but like I like it's it said something about on Wikipedia and about I, the the movie, but I don't it was called Pirates Key. I'm sorry, but it was set okay, in I Florida. Yeah, it shows that in like season Right. Well, I guess se- like season go, 2. Right. They go back and kind of there's some flashbacks to the pilot movie, I guess. Okay. But they were like in Florida and then they moved it to so maybe they never even um I don't know, maybe they never even showed it on TV or whatever. You know, maybe it was one of those things. I don't know. If anyone knows or has a yeah. copy of it, let us know because it'd be interesting to see them in um, Yeah, because it says Pirates Key says original air date was January twentieth, eighty three, and the right. pilot episode was eighty one. Right. And this says the original pilot was from seventy eight. Whoa. Yeah. All right. And there was also, I don't know if you saw that, there was a Magnum PI crossover. Right. Well, yeah. And I guess that's the deal is what they did the first season. This wasn't doing so great. So then they moved it to be right after Magnum. And they actually did some crossover episodes to help the ratings and it worked. Oh, okay. Cool. So, oh, and also it looks like AJ Simon appeared on the WizKids episode, Deadly Access. Just saying, in case you were wondering, um, one thing I was, I was disappointed I was in, wondering. not really, yeah, yeah. One thing I was disappointed in is, um, Mike, you heard a little bit of it before. I missed this. Um, the theme song. This was not weird. Yeah, the what we heard instead was a song by the Thrasher Brothers called "Best of Friends." Yeah, not quite the same. No, not at all. No, um, the 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 eventual theme had a definite vibe to it. That yeah, I love that. Yeah, this one was kind of. I mean, it was fine, I guess, but it was you know. Um. Anyway. So that's that. Those are it was my just disappointments. Ba- yeah, it was just background music, really. You know? But I will say these were my only disappointments in the show. I wasn't disappointed in the show itself. I was just yeah, no, yeah, disappointed. It, I missed the music and stuff. So anyway, I wonder no, when um, that theme. Do you know when that theme kicked in? 
I don't think like it did they... until season two. Okay. Um. Nice. Yeah. Beginning this. Uh. Beginning the, at the beginning of the second season. It started. Yes. Good upgrade. So. Good upgrade though. Yes. Definitely a good upgrade. All right. All right. So where do we start? All right. So we're gonna start. We'll start at the beginning. They're on a stakeout. Um. And all right. So. You know, I watched this online. Quality wasn't fantastic. Not uh, it, at all. You know, the, <laughs> the, the mirror image, uh, you know, that always gets me. But I, so I couldn't tell if they were in a tent or under a tarp or I don't know what the hell they were doing. Right. Were I thought, car. I thought, I thought they were like hiding in a boat at first. Like, like, a, oh, maybe, um, maybe. <laughs> but I don't know what. You never really got a good look at what they were hiding under. But they, they just, they, all you see is they have like a camping lantern with them. So right. that's why at first I assumed it was a tent. So it was dark. It was nighttime. And um, so a woman shows up and she like, like brings them like Chinese food. They're on a stakeout and they're I guess they're watching this warehouse um, to see, you know, one of their cases is to see if this woman's husband is, is cheating on her. And uh, so they, they ask their friend to to drop off some Chinese food while they're waiting. <laughs> So they, she she delivers that, and um, you know they she makes them pay them her, her and and um, so you just hear a little banter between the two brothers. I guess this is kind of our first introduction to them and and, and how they behave together. But um, so I don't really remember what they were talking about. But it was kind of like a story about when like Rick was in school and you know dating the ladies were, or something. Right. Rick would be de- and AJ would be in the back of the car a la was that Bobby Brady in that one episode of uh, uh, <laughs> What yeah. was that episode of the Brady Bunch where he had the frogs in the or no that he wasn't in the uh, the umbrella. He had yeah, the umbrella and, he, and they put the convertible top down. Yeah, and he was yeah, but anyway, so he would be in the back of the car and he'd pretend like he was asleep and he really wasn't, and Rick didn't know that he was fake sleeping. <laughs> I guess I don't know. And he'd spy on his uh, brother and his girlfriend as they were, I don't know. I guess making out. They don't really say yeah, too much detail. Well, that's just yeah. Although just Rick say does that. say, eh, if you weren't sleeping, you would have gotten a hell of an education. He's like, well, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And by the way, uh, one thing that was noted, I, I did see as well. Um, you know, they talk about these guys. First of all. The two brothers couldn't be really any different, right? And that's kind of the whole thing of it, right? Uh, AJ's the suited, college-educated, you know, whatever. Like and, MBA, yeah. Yeah, and Rick's the more hard-ass, hard-edge guy. He was a Marine or whatever he was supposed to be. Um, so, but they were... Yeah, he's got the cowboy boots and the right. four-wheel drive pickup truck. And, yeah, they had the yeah, big so truck. Yeah, so polar opposites. Yeah, and... They're supposed to be, you know, brother. Uh, they don't never really say how much the age difference is supposed to be, but in real life, I guess they're only a few months apart. <laughs> oh, really? They're basically the same age. Yeah. Interesting. But you know, AJ with his boyish looks looks like at least ten years younger than him. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, and Rick with the mustache and kind of, yeah. you know, just a rougher look to him. Yeah. But a little more a hard edge guy. Yeah. So. um... So yeah, so yeah, that's the whole. That's really yeah. The premise is that these brothers are like polar opposites, but they work well together, right? They're not. It's not like uh, you know. Sometimes you see they try to pair people up that are opposites, and there's a lot of tension. I don't think that's typically the case in this show, but no. I mean, um, there's tension, but never anything really bad. One of the biggest tense moments is always about their mom because <laughs> their yes, mom likes yeah. AJ better than Rick, yeah, <laughs> right? And it's it's obvious, but. Um, 
So, so the guy comes out of the warehouse and he's by himself, gets in his car and drives away. And they're like, this guy, he's up to, you know, there's nothing going on here with this guy. So um, they kind of cut away and then to the next scene. Right. Um, we go to we go to the credits. That's where we see uh, we're gonna oh, yeah. get to see Marky Post and Peter Graves in this episode. Yeah, yeah. I got excited when I saw Marky Post was in this one. <laughs> I was like the one name that jumped out at me. So yeah. Um. So yeah, we see the intro with the car. You know, the four wheel drive pickup or whatever a suburban. I don't remember what it was, but that thing it was, was like uh, airborne yeah, it was like, in almost every scene. Yeah, it was like a Power Master or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Although it was either this- it. Go ahead. It was either in the air or it was like smashing into something. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Kind of like the fall guy, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then uh, I don't, uh, not too much else I remember about the opening credits, but I mean, no, just yeah, no, nothing really. Less action, but special. Yeah. Um, so then we go to the next scene where there's three three men and three women, kind of at like a formal dinner at somebody's house. Um, I assume it's somebody's house, and the, you know, right away they're kind of like the men are like, "Hey, let's go have a cigar." So yeah. they, you know, well, let's go have a cigar while the ladies clean up. <laughs> right, right. And you know, one, I think it was Marky Post is like, "Oh, I'll, you know," she starts picking up the dishes, and you know, one of the ladies is like, "Oh, the help can take care of that," or whatever. She's like, "Oh, I'll, I'll just bring this in," and then so the, the men then go off into like you know the man cave and. Uh, they start talking corruption, it sounds like. Basically. We're not really real clear on what's happening, but he's like, you know, opens the box of cigars, and he's like, yeah, and yeah, there's more where that came from, and there's like a stack of bills in there right. for the guy to take. Yeah, and that's know? Peter Graves that's buying them off. And right, in the meantime, right. while they're doing this, you're seeing someone running around outside the building, and or the house, I should say, looking in the windows, and it turns out to be Marky Post. She's spying right. on him. And she sees them after they do that, like Peter Graves, like touches his desk and there's like a secret door that opens up on his desk and he puts like, like a book in a, the box in there. Right. Like a ledger right. that has all the, yeah. basically it's a ledger of all their crimes, <laughs> like a list yeah, of it's all like the people, a diary of everything he's done wrong ever. <laughs> exactly. Um, and and she store, goes store in right and finds it. She goes in the house and sneaks in and uh, grabs the book, basically, and tears out a couple pages. Yeah. Yeah, I like the technique, too. She takes, like, the ruler, you know, gets yeah. a straight edge and, and, like, tears it out so it's, like, unnoticeable, Cause I may- guess. Right, because maybe they won't notice that there's some pages missing, even though they're probably right. the most recent pages when they go to add a new crime. <laughs> yeah, right. They'll be like, wait, wait where are my old where crimes? I left off. Why are my old crimes not here? <laughs> right. And as we uh, found out, um, they did notice the pages were missing pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, and then you know what I didn't get though. What she took, she took the pages, and then the next thing you know, she's like sitting down at a typewriter. Yeah, like type typing. Writing up. a letter to her mom. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, it was. Okay. It, we kind of hear the letter later in the episode where you. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. But yeah, she's writing it to her mom because we I think we see it say like "dear mother" or "dear mom" or whatever. Yeah, I guess I didn't tie that together, but. And that's yeah, you're that's right. kind of all we see, of that. Right. Right. Because then we cut to like uh, the next day, right? Um, yeah, yeah. We we cut to the next day, and what we're at like the newsroom, I think. Then, yeah, and I think he's talking to one of the bad guys, right? He's talking to one of the bad guys. We find out that this Marky Post is his stepdaughter, right? And the bad guy is like, 
Uh, so what are you going to do about these missing pages? You know, we need to get this stuff done so she doesn't expose us, blah, 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 blah. Like, they and, knew it was her and everything right away, right? I mean, oh, yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no question. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And they probably have cameras in there. Who knows? Um, but, uh, you know, he goes, you know, Peter Graves is like, hey, you know, she's not going to do anything without talking to her mom first. You know, don't bring your goons in. And I got a little clip of it because I did like how he talks about goons and the guy gets the criminal um, who turns out to be what? A drug dealer, I think. Is all offended by the term goon, but here we go. Carolyn won't do anything until she calls her mother. Just keep your goons away from her and she won't panic. We don't enlist the services of goons. And we don't back losers. We don't like mistakes. No, I want those papers back. <laughs> wow. I think it was the way he said goons, because he's like, goons. I know, I do yeah. like the way Peter Gray said it. <laughs> don't hire your goons. Right. Um, so we turn. It turns out this Peter Graves is a news guy um, for the local news. I guess San Diego. Is he like? I just realized. Is he? he is he like Will Ferrell and uh, Anchorman? <laughs> <laughs> right. So. Yeah. Oh, anyway, it would have great if it said "Stay Classy, San Diego." Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, so he's a news guy, and it turns out he announces on the news that, hey, by the way, Friday's my last day because I'm running for office. And I, what was he running for? Like, mayor? Not yeah. Mayor. He, was, no, it was like board it, something. Something, yeah. It wasn't anything huge. No. But um, these goon guys were basically backing him so they can right. keep more crimes going and more... Um, bribes and all that kind of stuff but anyway right you know um, how it works yeah this is right and grease um, the machine then we cut to tijuana yes tijuana rick and rick and aj at a bar and they're kind of keeping an eye on this guy from the warehouse um from the earlier case and then it turns out he, he's with another dude um and then i guess in order to take a photo of this AJ like starts screaming that his wallet's missing <laughs> to like draw attention to him. I, I'm not even sure. Not even sure how that had to play into it. While, but anyway, well, then Rick. Took I the think pictures. what he wanted. To, I think what he wanted to do is because that guy was facing the bar, he wanted to make a scene so as he walked by, the guy would turn around and Rick could take a picture of him. I think that was okay. the point. Get a clear shot. Get a clear yeah, shot of him. and he was like. Where did he have the camera, like, on his belt buckle? I was trying to figure out where the yeah, camera was. Yeah, I, I don't know. He was shooting from the hip there or something. Yeah, but, pretty much. Uh, yeah. And then uh, as soon as he gets the shot, AJ's like, oh, no, here it is. It's in my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not drunk anymore either. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, it was here the whole time. So <laughs> then these guys these guys leave, and they're like, oh, this is kind of a awkward case. You know, now they got to go. Tell, tell yeah, because it turns out it's two dudes hanging out together, and they go in a back room, and they're like, well, at least we don't have to tell her that he's seeing another woman. Right, right. And um, that's pretty much what they do. They don't say that he's seeing a man. They just right. basically lie to her and tell her that he, she's not yeah. he's not seeing another woman. So when he does meet with her, like he's ready to tell her. He's got the photos. He's like, right. look, you can take a look at these photos. But I'm telling you, there's no other woman. And, yeah. you know, most people, you know, choose not to, to take a look then. She's like, okay, then I don't need to see him. <laughs> and then, then he's like, thank God, you know, and he rips him up. And 
Um, but he's like, yeah, I guarantee it. No other woman. So, yeah. I mean, technically not a lie, but uh, all right. So that's when they're back in California, right? So yeah, um, yeah. We kind of cut ahead. So, so because, yeah. So but first at, we have to have them go back across the border, right? Because right. they're going, they're doing a little border crossing, and uh, you know, some guy. I, I don't know if it's still this way. I haven't driven across the border ever, um, but you know. A bunch of people trying to sell them stuff right at the border crossing. I don't know if that's allowed anymore. Probably not. Um, but we do get a little bit of banter between them where they get we get to hear a little bit about them, you know, because it's like a little bit of it's like as they're driving and they're talking and basically Rick is saying, well, the job's done. We're good. He's like, Rick's AJ's like, no, it's not. We got all the paperwork to do. We have to see the client is like, well, I'm done. <laughs> I don't care about <laughs> yeah. you. So they're basically yeah. setting up like Rick wants to do as little work as possible, and AJ is the straight laced. This is you know he's got to do By all the, the paperwork book. all the time stuff. So yeah, and they they even say that AJ gets paid more because he does more work. So. Right, exactly. Which interesting, yeah. And um, anyway, so they get there and um, they find out they have a new client, and Rick is kind of surprised. It seems like that there's a client. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But and as as they pull up, you see there's another like detective agency across the street, and um, that's actually yeah, I yeah thought that's was, right yeah was pure peerless detective agency uh-huh. and that's what I thought was their office, but th- no, then they like cut a U turn and right across the street is Simon and Simon and <laughs> right exactly and yeah because I even saw that too and I'm like wait they're I never knew it was called peerless. but um, yeah it's yeah it's like uh, you know it's like mattress firm there's a, there's you know, <laughs> Another mattress place right next to it. But. In California, there are private detectives, detective agencies all over the place. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, so. The, so it's Janet that brings them one, which Janet's kind of a weird. So we'll get into more detail who Janet is exactly, but it's like they're, they're assistant, but also she's going to law school, I think. So eventually she turns into being an assistant DA later on in the show. So Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so she, yeah, uh, and the, oh, and the no. client happens to be Marky Post's mom, right? Right, Elaine Elena Christensen, I think is her name, and that character. Um, yeah, so she's there. She's like, "Hey, my daughter's been missing for three days. Well, I need your, you know, you guys got to find her." So, I guess they take the case, <laughs> and then it's kind of because yeah, it was just kind of a you know quick scene there, and then we go to. Um, Rick, who I don't recall this, but then it, it did seem familiar. Did he live on a boat? Yeah, I I didn't okay. remember it at first either, but yeah, he must have. So that was kind of like riptide, riptide-ish. Riptide. But again, there were a lot of shows that had people living on a boat. You had Riptide, you had this, you had Quincy. Quincy lived on a boat, remember? <laughs> oh, did he? I didn't yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then some some girl... I don't like we see this scene this girl riding her bike or something coming over to see you know she makes her way over to the boat and then you know, she comes in I guess like one of his girlfriends yeah she's she's yelling at him um but it was kind of a long like I was like waiting for something to happen while she's riding this bike to get to the boat because like crash like, or what <laughs> well like something important like someone was gonna like abduct her or something oh, you know okay. it's like no, was it, it it was just another point of them trying to show a lot of women's legs because they did that several times where there were several leg shots. 
I didn't notice. Yeah, yeah no, back. there were a couple. Like they did it with the first scene with the tarp. They Janet was walking up to him. They showed yes, true. This scene, and then I think there was another one later. Okay, so, makes sense. Yeah. And then, uh, so yeah, so I guess we just get to see him, her yell at him. And then, yeah, she's um, just mad that he's working. Is that what it is? She mad that he I, has a job. He, <laughs> doesn't yeah, really. He, he's, he, he's working too much. Yeah. After he just told us that he doesn't work that much, but right, exactly. Um, and she gets mad because he starts to kind of break her down a little bit, not break her down, but like calm her down. And then right then AJ calls, "Hey, we got another case." He's like, oh, "Yeah, okay. yeah, right." And she gets all mad. He's like, yeah, I gotta go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then they they go over to the the Marky Post house, and Rick is picking the lock. And I, I remember AJ just giving him a lot of pressure, right? Like I can't remember what he wanted to kick it in or do something to no, get in quicker. So yeah, Rick is. So Rick is using like a lock pick kit, like a la uh, Thomas Magnum. Yeah. And actually, we see one scene like inside the lock. It was kind of interesting. Yeah. But uh, AJ is just like, use the credit card, right? Was oh, that's AJ right. The that credit card. It? Yeah. Right? He's like, just use the credit card, you know? And he's like, no. Different techniques. <laughs> he's yeah. like, no. And then finally, he takes a credit card out and just, boop, pops it yeah, open right away. Right right in. And so they go in and, um, you know, right away, Rick's like, this place has already been searched. And, yeah. You know, he sees signs of a previous search. Right. Even yeah. though it's not like the typical search where shit's not thrown all over the place, he just knows no. something's wrong. Something's it's been off. like ransacked and covered up. So like he, <laughs> he opens a book back and all, all the pages fall out. And then, right. He like, finds he a, pillow, a pillow like turned over. around that has a hole in it, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. So they were like neat about it at least. Oh, um, and but I should mention, because this will come up to a point, when they were going in, they passed some guy. That's like walking by and they're like, hello, you know, and then they go yeah. in the place and that guy immediately goes and make the phone call. And when they go in there and he's calling, which we find out, he's calling the guy that works across the street that at the right. peerless place. And he's like, right. hey, Rick and AJ are here breaking into that apartment. So he's there looking at it, too. Right. So they're both seems like they're both on the same case. And then uh, a couple of minutes later, knock at the door. It's the police. Um, so, so the detective called the police on him for, yeah. or the other private detective for, for like breaking into the place. And it's funny so they too because like arrested. as soon as the cops come to the door, <laughs> Rick just turns around and puts his hands on the wall. Like, immediately. <laughs> he's, like, he's used to it. Like he recognizes him. <laughs> the guys are like, uh, "You're gonna get thrown in a slammer." Um, oh, I will say too. Uh, they do find some numbers on a paper that look weird and that Rick writes down and then they find the typewriter ribbon oh, yeah. too. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's what, yeah. They find a typewriter ribbon that has like, um, some words on it or something, like a name of a book. I think it turned out to be or something. Right. Well, it's yeah. Or it, cult. I don't know what it was. Yeah. I don't know exactly what it was. On. I can't remember what was on the ribbon, but the piece of paper that had the numbers for, um, it turned out Janet's like, Oh, that's the Dewey decimal system. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah, a book. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's what it was. And then, um, so then but before that, they're in jail. in jail. Yeah. Yeah. Then they're in jail. And uh, um, the, she, what's her name? Julie? Is that her name? Janet. Janet. <laughs> Janet comes to bail him out, right? Right. And so well, she Again, comes, we get to see a leg shot here, too, as she's walking in. Again, I don't know who's filming this, but he has something. He's got, he's got a leg fetish going. Yeah, exactly. Uh, before that, though, the guys almost do get in a fight with someone because the guy comes oh, up. Oh. He comes up to AJ. Yeah. Like, you got a cigarette? Rick's AJ's like, 
I don't smoke. And then Rick like throw basically puts one in front of the guy's face. Yeah, and the guy almost stuffs it in it. his mouth. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, the guy takes it, puts it in his mouth. He, he's like, "You got a light?" And he's like, "Yeah, not for you though." And he takes the cigarette back and lights it and <laughs> blows the smoke in his face. He, he, he takes it and he says, "I'll smoke it for you too." And he oh, blows yeah. it in his face. And I was like, "That you're gonna get in a fight like yeah. that's." And this guy you know, was at least six inches taller than him. Yeah, yeah. And, but Rick doesn't seem he like was, he cares. I mean, I know it's all acting, but he was so calm about it. It was right. like it was very cool. It was a very cool scene. Yeah, um, definitely cool. Yeah, and then yeah, and then she comes in, kind of in the nick of time, and and bails him out. Um, uh, it, it, but is this? I was some. I'm not sure where. I think here or that they're back at the detective's office across the street, right? Right. Yeah, they go there, and I, I got a clip of this because it cracks me up. They go over there, and the guy flips out that they're in the office. Here, I got a clip of that here real quick. Get the hell out of my office. Hey, uh, and then he calms down. What's with you? Immediately. Come on. Didn't I get you out of jail last night? Yep, right after you had us put in yesterday afternoon. Well, what was I supposed to do? One of my operatives reported a crime in progress. Now, you two guys broke into that apartment. You hear me? You broke in. Now, a good investigator never has to resort to criminal activity. So this is the rival guy. It turns out he's mad at these guys because they take his cases. But he is the one that kind of trained him, right? Right. right. And he's also Janet's dad. (laughs) Right. So Janet works for the competitors. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I think the dad's they paying treat for her law pro- school. They treat her properly. That's why. Right, right. But um, and I, I think she likes Rick too. I'm not sure. Yeah, it seemed like it. That was implied. That was implied. Yeah, but um, one thing that this scene reminded me of, like when he yells at him, and he's like, "Come on!" So, do you ever watch Futurama? <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of the Panucci's pizza owner. I got a clip right here. Listen to this one. Hey, fry pizza going out. Come on! <laughs> it's the same guy. I, yeah, I yeah. mean, I know that that's, that's um, awesome. um, what's his name from Futurama? Uh, DiMaggio, I think, it does that voice or whatever. But um, that's spot on. <laughs> yeah, it is. But this guy did a lot of not a lot. Of, he did uh, someone said like light beer commercials. I think I could see that. I don't remember like, that, but I could see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So anyway, John DiMaggio was the voice, I think, of that. That did yeah. Panucci. Because he's Bender's voice, and it would make sense, the raspiness. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, we're off track. but we, we are way, way. So, all right. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, we are. Now I'm thrown. We're... Oh, yeah. Because at one so, point, they, they, they don't want to oh, leave. Because he tries to get him to leave. And he's like, you asking me to throw you out? And Rick's like, I'd like to see you try. <laughs> Yeah, like, and then Come on. <laughs> and then eventually the the minion or whatever his operative comes in. He's like, "We got fired from the case, um, yeah. you know, for finding that missing girl." So they were both on the case, and he's like, "What? What do you mean we got fired?" He's like, "Yeah, they hired Rick and AJ." So <laughs> so they were off the case. So then Rick and AJ go over to the parents' place, I guess, to get some information. They're supposed to meet them there. Um, and so the mom and dad are there when they get there. Like the dad's like swimming laps in the pool. 
Um, you know, the mom looks worried. The dad's like, whatever. Um, and then he's like, you know, yeah, I'll give you guys a, a bonus if you find her by Friday. Um, so he was, you know, kind of in a hurry, but pretty chill about the whole thing. Someone right. missing. And you could tell at least Rick seemed suspicious of this guy right away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he's like, yeah, I did my 40 laps. I got to do 40 laps every day to help the old ticker. And then uh, yeah. he's like, you guys come highly recommended. And Rick's like, we're all so cheaper. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And then they're like, was there boy trouble? Is that why she took off? And she gets all mad. No. Yeah, right. Um, so anyway, they end up down in Mexico again, right? They think because. Yeah. Somehow, they, oh, no, I don't know why, we, but... Yeah, actually, before that, though, this is where we get to see the little bit of where they meet up with the wife of the guy they were following before, blah, blah, blah. We already talked about yeah, all that. Yeah, But this we is where he that, drops right. a piece of paper in front of Janet, and she notices it. She's like, oh, this is a library book. It's the Dewey Decimal System. Right. And she's like, he's like, well, can you check this out while we go down to Mexico? And um, Right. And while they're on their way to Mexico, we see Marky Post in the in a bar somewhere, and her dad comes on the the station, so she takes her tequila and like whips it at the TV and storms <laughs> yeah, out. Exactly. Yeah, but but then that makes her send the letter. She sends the letter to her mom, basically about her dad doing dirty deals. Right. And she's right. scared because she thinks people are after her, obviously, which. Probably right. right? <laughs> Probably right. <laughs> Probably a good call. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and then, so Rick and AJ, then they go, they go into some, do- like a girl's dorm room. Right. Right. So probably, it, I'm guessing this is Marky Post's like roommate that they're talking to, or friend, or right. something, because she was like a col, I guess a college student. Yeah, I guess she's supposed to be a college see, student. Yeah. Like Marky Post, she's always going to seem like she was like older than me, even if she played. Even when she was younger than me and I see her on TV now that I'm older, she still feels like – it just doesn't feel right that she was a college student. Do you get where I'm going with that? <laughs> it's like Not she really. never should have been a college student. Well, wait. What year was this one? 80 what? 81. Okay. 82. She was 31 when this episode was <laughs> on. <so. laughs> All right. Then I'm not, she, I'm not off. By she definitely that. was not in college anymore. <laughs> All right, so I'm not sure why they were in a dorm talking to someone. No, but no, uh, she was supposed to be a college. I'm just saying in real life, there's no right, way no, she right. would have been a, yeah. So, so this girl, again, this, uh, now the girl they're talking to that says, I don't know, maybe she says they, she went to Mexico. Or she something. went to Ensenada. Well, she, now, do you remember Ensenada where we heard Ensenada last? No, I do not. But I won't forget. That was the town in Mexico that the love boat People were gonna get out. The kid and the dad were gonna get oh, out the kid and, and start the a business. Dad, yeah. <laughs> See, it all comes back it, to Ensenada. It does. But the girl, that college girl, had the hots for uh, AJ. AJ, you yeah. seem like they were like they were like staring at each other like puppies. <laughs> she, yeah, she couldn't stop looking at him. Yeah, and then um, so yeah, so they bail out of the girl out of the dorm room i guess and um back to uh wherever you said in Mexico. Ensenada. and then um they what what happens here then they park the car right and some guy oh and, that, and that's where like some street guy comes up he wants to polish it with like yeah it's, like, it's some filthy, kid, basically yeah yeah some filthy like piece of sandpaper 
and then well, it wasn't really sandpaper with like a towel i don't know what it was but it was dirty as hell yeah it, and rick's like i will pay you not to touch that car. <laughs> so, but he's like hey we're you know we're looking for somebody you know we're looking for this car blah 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 if you help us find it you know whatever i'll give you some money so the guy's like oh okay there it is right across the street it was like yeah. right next well, to he's him. like how about if i've already seen it and he's, yeah. he's like okay well i'll give you this he's like that's ah, right there so yeah <laughs> yeah so they're they're all pissed but so um yeah so th- they go over well that's so that's marky post car right and they spot M- marky post has like a, a mexican sidekick with her at this point like right. a friend of hers a native, yeah. I think. And then, um, so they kind of spot the guys watching her, or some guys watching her, watching the car. And so the guy's like, I'll get in the car and drive away. And if they chase me, then we know it's not cool or, you know, something to that effect. Right. Because also, yeah, because while, yeah, that's right. Because the bad guys are there at the same time where Rick and AJ are. Yeah. Right, right. So then, you know, he gets in the car and I think Rick walks up to him and says, hey, nice car, you know. And he's like, yeah. who does it belong to or whatever? So the guy takes off, and uh, then the bad guys take off after him. And Rick and AJ, I don't know what they did. they get in their car? They, no, they see Marky Post, so they go after her. They see oh, her right, run right. away. They, they yeah. spot her, right. So meanwhile, this poor friend of Marky Post gets run off the road by these goons, we'll call them. And uh, I don't associate with goons. <laughs> <laughs> and so, it, not, not bad enough that they run him off the road. No car explosion or anything. But well, no, they, they run him off the road. He, he, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they kicked the shit out of him. I mean, yeah, he, yeah, he definitely went off the road. But yeah, he didn't roll it or anything like that. But no, no, right? He gets out. He's like, "What the hell?" And then they just come over and kick the shit out of him. Um, we don't really see that happen, but later on when he shows up, it's pretty obvious. Uh, and then yeah, so Rick and Rick and AJ go in the bar after Marky Post and um, you know they start talking to her basically saying hey look you know your your parents hired us we're you know your mom just wants to know you're okay mm-hmm. she's like oh okay well you call my mom then you call my mom and you know I don't so AJ walks off to call the mom and she takes her shot tequila and throws it in Rick's <laughs> face <laughs> and then at the same that's when her friend comes stumbling in the door right like she goes to run out the back door and he comes in the back door at the same time i don't know how they timed that but that was pretty good yeah and and someone in the bar screams because the guy is like a just a mess um you know pretty battered up so then they um i guess at that point there's no escaping so she sticks around and they they talk to rick and aj a bit right yeah 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 Um, I wrote here that they went back to Tijuana, but whatever. But anyway, yeah, she tells, she basically spills the beans saying, yeah, my stepdad is bribing people and he's owned by some mob guys, blah, 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 blah. You know, I sent the letter, whatever. And they're like, okay, um, they need to go back across the border. But there's a problem because Chewie's like, hey, I busted up your car. And uh, she's like, oh, I don't care about the car. And he's like, yeah, but the police found out. And uh, I got a clip here where they kind of explain why that's such a big deal. Your uh, car, I got a little smashed up, right? All right, Chewie, I don't care about that. Yes, but the police did. Did they find your registration? Yes, that's why it took me so long to get here. They found your registration and they got your name. What does that mean? Look, in Mexico, if you have an accident, it's not like in the States 
over here until you can prove that you're innocent. They assume that the owner of the car is guilty, and they don't let you leave the country. What? Así es, así es. Uh, they told me they were going to tell La Migra, you try to cross the border, United States Customs will hold you there. Now, is that legit? Is that? Is I don't that... know. I guess so. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, at least it was then. I don't know if it still is now. Yeah. I'm going to guess, though, that she could have pretty easily walked across the border without a problem. But Well, uh, yeah. Especially back then. But, um, but yeah, so now they're kind of in a pinch. So how are they going to get, you know, they want to get back to California, but they can't get, they can't get her across now. So Rick knows a guy. Which isn't surprising, you know. <laughs> he's the he's the type of guy that always knows a guy. So, he he knows a guy in Mexico that can can help them get across, uh, kind of in a non traditional way. Um, so, I don't know if they like sold him the car, traded him the car, or something to be able to do that, right? Or, I don't. Or they lent it to him. What did they do? They Some, somehow the car was like in you know being held as like pawned for the right so because this guy like smuggles people across the border right so yeah they said because he wanted he wants rick's or aj's car aj's like no yeah and basically yeah. yeah he's like well you're gonna have to leave it here anyway so i'll keep an eye on it for you basically he's like gonna borrow it <laughs> and or he'll, steal it, but he'll yeah. get it back to him don't worry about it <laughs> so right right um, so the the next scene they're they're all in a uh in a chicken truck, right? Like live, like live poultry. Um, they're, and there's like sitting in the center surrounded by crates of live chickens. They're like underneath and, them or something. Yeah, I'm like, this, yeah, this has to be the worst thing ever because... It's filthy, yeah. They're the, ugh, those animals are the worst, yeah. I can't so, imagine. Like Border Patrol does a quick scan in, doesn't see them, lets them go through. Now, if you ask me... The chicken truck is the thing you're going to search, right? I mean, you're not going to search, like, um, I don't know, like the family coming through in the station wagon. They're not smuggling anyone. It's the guy in the chicken truck who's <laughs> smuggling someone. But, it, yeah. you know, they let him go. And uh, they drop him off on the side of the road. And I'm like, they're, like, just across the border. They get out of the truck, and this car pulls up. And I'm thinking, who is picking them up? Like, this can't be safe. And it's their mom. Yeah. They have their mom. Well, their- Rick, I think AJ <laughs> called her because Rick basically tells AJ, you have to call. Oh, yeah. You're right. She likes you better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I still didn't expect it to be her. But I don't think they, I don't think they, did he say, yeah, I think he said call mom. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. yeah. So she comes and picks him up and basically yeah. says, like, Rick's, like, and they get to back to the house and she's like, go to Rick, go take a bath. He's like, I'm going yeah. home. He's like, take a bath. And go now. You're staying here. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty funny. And she ends up staying. Yeah. Yeah. So um, let's see. Uh, you're across the border. Then. Um, oh, and then she. Well, she sent her mom the letter already, right? Um, yeah. Oh, so they talk. I think they talk to Marky. Marky Post calls her mom. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, you know, my, I, I talked to my mom, you know, she she knows what's going on. I told her where to get the information from that book. And they're like, well, we got the book, so, you know, we took the book from the library or whatever. So right, oh they, yeah, Janet already went to go get it. Yeah, 
Yeah, so they decide to go to the library to meet, you know, like kind of intercept the mom when she goes there. Right. So that Marky Pokes can talk to her. Um, so they, they get there, and, you know, Rick and AJ are, like, way in the background, keeping a low profile. And the, the mom gets there, and, you know, Marky Post is kind of there waiting for her. And, you know, she explains everything to her mom, and her her mom knows at this point. She's like, she knows, but she's like, she's the type that doesn't want to make any trouble, right? So she's like, right. let's just go home. You know, don't do anything. Let's just go home and forget this. And, um you know, she's like, no, we're, you know, this is, I'm, I'm blowing the whistle on this thing. Yeah. And, and she's then, like, you uh, don't understand. This is how things are done. This is how we yeah. do things. And yeah. Yeah. And what's her name? Marky Post is appalled, but her mom's like, what? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm an obedient wife to a crooked politician. So then I think like some, one of the goons comes up to like, cause she's not cooperating. Right. Yeah, basically. And so there's three goons that are in the library, and Rick and AJ see them there, and they kind of, like, hide and, like, try to figure out what they're going to do. And once again, did you notice who one of the goons was? No. Uncle Leo again. Get out of here. I am not kidding you. (laughs) How the... I... I don't know. I'm so non-observant of things. I don't know how Uncle I missed Leo, that. Uncle Leo must have been... A, he was wearing sunglasses in this one, so a little harder to tell, but uh, I was I recognized it right away. I'm like... I wonder Leo. what his his goon resume looks like. He must have been a goon. You know, and I forgot. I should have, <laughs> should have looked that up. How many times has Uncle Leo been a goon? <laughs> um, Trivia. But yeah, it's, uh, I'm trying to think of where... Um, I'm looking at the IMDb list here. He was listed pretty far down. Yeah. Yeah, Len Lesser is his name. I don't know. I have to look it up. But anyway, um, yeah, so Uncle Leo, it was great to see him again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So one of the, at least one of the guys was there. He's about to, like, snatch Marky Post. And uh, I think AJ turns the corner with, like, a dozen books in his hand and throws them at the guy. <laughs> then he like pushes the ladder at him, remember? Oh yeah, yeah. And then, so it's like a mini fight breaks out. And then Rick is the one he knocks down like all the shelves and like buries the guys under a shelves many shelves of yeah. books. It was pretty yeah, great. Yeah, he like he does like the domino yeah. thing where all the bookshelves in the place go down. But so yeah, so they get out of there and um Oh man, Uncle Leo was also a an airwolf. His character was just oh, really? named Villain. <laughs> v- villain. Villain 1. Anyway, sorry. No, no problem. Uh, all right, so they, they, they kind of, I guess they beat him up, they get away, and... Um, oh, and then, so the next scene is, like, back at the police station. Or, I'm sorry, back at the uh, news station. Yeah. And the dad is, like, just going on the air... And you see like Marky Post standing in the kind of in the background there with oh the yeah 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 officer. she walks in yeah yeah and then there's Rick and AJ and there's more cops and then so he's like good evening and starts talking about the news and then he's like stops and like stutters <laughs> and then gets up and like tries to escape like on live TV <laughs> yeah it runs off of live TV and then like, you hear the guys. Like the director and stuff going, what do we do? Cut, cut the technical difficulties. <laughs> like, and, I'll <laughs> and then like the technical difficulties thing, which I thought was awesome. Yeah, that was great. 
and, and that then, was uh, yeah yeah that kind of wrapped it up it was like quick quick end i was actually thinking since our other two that we watched you know leading up to this other two podcasts that we've did done were um like two parters right so they were like two hour episodes each so this as we were getting towards the end and there's like five minutes left i'm like how are they gonna wrap this up there's not <laughs> enough time and they just did maybe, and then, then they're just boom it's over done 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 so, yeah yeah no no messing around yeah, we do have a little cut, a little scene afterwards where they're all in the office and uh, Janet's looking through some book. I don't know. And uh, she's like, you know, I'm not done studying law, but basically what I can see, Janet's mom shouldn't be convicted. Or, I mean, not Janet's mom. <laughs> Marky Post's mom shouldn't be convicted. So I'm like, okay. And then um, as they were walking out, they were like, I think it was a Rick or AJ. One of them was talking about how, hey, they had two cases this week. That's great. We have you know extra money. And then they realized, wait, how are we going to get paid for this one? <laughs> since the person who, uh, since the person who um, hired them is now going to jail. So your mic is off. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the, yeah, the guy that hired him is in jail. So, but I think the mom would have to still pay, right? I mean. She technically hired them, but yeah, I don't know if she, if she doesn't be, go to jail. But. It'd be tough getting the money from them. Yeah, yeah that was, was the end. You know, and that was it. We cut to the old theme song, which I don't like. No, but this was a you know this is a good show. I like Simon and Simon. Yeah, um, I can't believe I, that I, it's I, so hard to find this on. Like, it's not on any service at all. I mean, you can get the DVDs, nah, but you can get the DVDs. Um, but yeah, it's not streaming. It's not easily found streaming in high quality anywhere. No. Uh, so if that, anyone has any connections, sucks. let's uh, get uh, Netflix or someone. I don't even know if it's on TV right now. Is it even on? Like, you know, I, a I don't know either right now. I didn't even you notice know, that. You know what I'm going to do though? I I know I I sent you this to you an email, but if I I'm going to commit to this uh, openly, I'm going to put together a page on the site of all the shows that we do. And okay. a link to where they can be streamed or, or at least a minimum buy the DVD. Um, because I feel like something like this, you, you people want to watch Simon to Simon. It's a good yeah. show. Yeah. So I'll put something together out there and then maybe we'll crowdsource getting it filled in. Because if someone has something better than Daily Motion, which is where I, I watch oh, this. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, Hold on a second. <laughs> Mike's going to... He's going to find a better source right now. No? Yes? Hold on. <laughs> what? Anyway, regardless if you do or not, I'm still going to post it. I'm going to find something. We'll post it. That way, anyone who wants to find something and watch it online, you'll be able to do that. Oh, uh, no. I was just on. I just had, still had it up, and it said NBC.com. I'm like, what? And I click on it. It's like going right to the episodes. I'm like, what the hell? But you can't watch it I did it that anymore. too, but... Yeah. I went to it, and you can only see, I think, season three forward on NBC. But this didn't this air on CBS? I thought so. But, yeah, maybe it switched networks? I don't know. But, yeah, for, on NBC, it did have season three forward. Or okay. at least season three. I don't know if there's others. But Oh, the, dis- to- the, the distributor was NBC Universal. So it's one of those things where some, it doesn't matter who someone – the whole distributorship versus – who showed it on TV? It's one of those weird things. That's why. Yeah, we can do. But a yeah, no, you can't actually see it. 
<laughs> yeah. Anyway, so yes, yeah, so uh, petition your people, uh, whatever to find it. Your, and, your yeah, people, Michael, your representative. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> call Congress and uh, <laughs> tell them to get this on we, TV. See if we can get this on uh, Netflix or uh, just streaming live. Yeah, but and um, I, I don't have it, so right now we're gonna say I'm gonna play a promo from another episode and uh, from some other podcast, and we'll insert it right here. <laughs> I gotta remember to do that. It will be great. It'll be awesome. Hi, it's Audra, Jason, and Matt from Drinkopedia Podcast. We're a bad education podcast that's like drunk history for the full curriculum. We have new episodes every Thursday, and you can find us on most major podcast platforms. Join us at the bar and follow us on Twitter at Drinkopedia Pod. All right, you have any thoughts about next week? No, I don't. No, I haven't either. really put too much thought in. We'll we'll figure out next week. We'll find something else good to do. Um, again, you guys have any recommendations? Hit us up. You know, you can find us on Twitter. I used to watch this number two in the middle. Uh, Instagram. I used to watch this. I'll spell it out. Uh, email on our website. Uh, I used to watch this dot com. There's links to our email. Shortcut i u t w t dot com. Yep. And facebook.com slash I used to watch this. Find us there. Hit us up. If you have any other uh, ideas, you know, we're all up for it. Um, you know, TikTok's hot these days. Are you familiar with TikTok? Maybe we got to pick up a, a TikTok account. I feel like I'm too old to have a TikTok account. Like, I'll try to sign up and it'll be like, uh, no. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm already regretting saying that out loud. So. <laughs> All right, so with nothing else, we'll back, uh, be back soon with another episode uh, for this one. I am. I used to watch. Uh, I am. I used to watch. <laughs> he uh, is. I used I to watch this. To cut that out too. <laughs> Leave it. Uh, it <laughs> no. No editing. <laughs> no. All right, Friday. I used to watch this. I'm Mike Forgetto. <laughs> I'm Mike Sullivan. <laughs> we'll talk to you next time. <laughs> That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUsedToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUsedToWatchThis, Twitter at IUsedThe2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUsedToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.